Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Sauer from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 208, I'm going to be talking about how to manage your Facebook and Twitter marketing efficiently. Social media, it's a thing that can result in a lot of traffic as well as a lot of wasted time. You know how it goes. You log on to Facebook to do some quote-unquote marketing and end up going down some rabbit trail watching a ton of silly videos. You are not alone. There are many of us with that problem, including myself. So I've had to implement some strategies to make sure that I am efficient with my time. I'm going to share tools that I'm using right now as well as how I'm using them. So Facebook and Twitter marketing, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yes, indeed. Facebook, Twitter, you know those two sites? I think you've heard of them before. Uh, I think they got a lot of people on there. And because they got a lot of people on there, we they got a lot of bloggers on there trying to get a lot of attention from those lot of people. So we're going to talk about how to do it efficiently because that's something that I've struggled with over the years. And it's something that I still struggle with. But I think I've made, not I think, I've made a lot of progress. And I've implemented some strategies and I'm using certain um, types of software. And I'm going to share those with you so that you can figure out if it works for you, you can test out some of the things that I've been testing out. And based on that, you can make a decision as to how you're going to manage your Facebook and Twitter marketing. I'm sorry if you're thinking, but I don't want to use Facebook and Twitter. I want to use MySpace. <laughs> sorry. I don't know why I said MySpace. I want to use Pinterest or some other site like that. That's fine. We're going to have other episodes for you today. But since Twitter and Facebook is what I'm, uh, those are the, the social media sites that I am using right now. That's what I'm going to share with you. So this is episode 208. And of course, as usual, you can find detailed, I mean, very detailed show notes at becomeablogger.com slash 208. Um, anytime I make announcements, which I will make one announcement, well, two announcements here, any of the links that I mentioned, the resources that I mentioned, even a PDF transcript so that you can, you can, you know, you know what you can do? You can read along as you're listening to my voice. Doesn't that sound exciting or creepy? One of the two? You get the point. Becomeablogger.com slash 208. And if you have a question, let's say you wake up in the middle of the night and you say, oh, man, I just got to, I, I need to know the answer to this blogging question in the online business, social media, blah, blah, blah. I just need to know right now. Well, you won't know right now. But what you can do is you can call this number. 888-835-2414. And when you call that number, that's my wife singing, by the way. She has a beautiful voice. Don't you think so? My wife is awesome. 
<sighs> okay, yeah. So as we were saying, you can call that number and leave your question, and I will answer it on this podcast. Or I will get somebody else to answer it. I don't know. You'll get an answer somehow. If it's relevant, if it makes sense to ask on this podcast, I will post it. I will play it either in a a separate episode or who knows? Some people have asked questions in the past and I have recorded entire episodes just to answer the question because it was that good. Is your question that good? You never know. Call in and you'll find out. All right. So brief announcements. I, right now, this is going live on... On March 25th, if I remember. Yeah, March 25th. I'm in San Diego. Yeah, I'm chilling in San Diego at Social Media Marketing World. And I'm enjoying my time there. I'm I'm speaking prophetically now. I'm having a blast connecting with so many awesome marketers and bloggers and social media folk and all that jazz. Uh, And I'm just having a a ton of fun. If you're there, tweet at me. Let me know, at Leslie Samuel, and we can get together. We can shake hands. We can hug. We can do, you know, I don't know, have a drink or something. I don't drink alcohol, so we can drink juice. You, This is getting weird. I'm just going to move on to the next announcement. If you're there, let me know. Let's get together. If you're not there, in a few weeks, April 13 through 16, there's the National Association of Broadcasters and the New Media Expo. They've joined forces, and they're going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm going to be there um, as a co-host for the Geek Beat TV show. That's, That's the official live stream, and I'm excited about it. I'll be there from the 12th to the 17th if you're planning on being there. Let's connect. If you're not, but now you're thinking about it, becomeablogger.com slash NMX. All right, that's it for the announcements. Let's talk about Facebook and Twitter marketing. Social media, I love it. But here's the thing. I hate it. (laughs) You see, I love it because it's a great way for you to get your stuff out there, get your content out there, connect with other like-minded individuals, connect with people in your target audience, um, and nurture relationships, get to know people, all that good stuff. I love social media. But I also see how there are so many distractions. It helps us it, it, in, in many cases. It helps, us to, it helps us to waste time. Is that a right way of saying it? It causes us to... No, it doesn't cause us. You cause yourself. I cause myself. But we waste a lot of time on social media. You know, you log in uh, to do something specific and just actually just before... I was going to record this podcast episode. I went to check something on Facebook and my cousin posted a video. It, w- it looked like it was funny. So I pressed play and started laughing. And then I was going to continue on to another. But I was like, wait, no, no, no. I got to get to recording this podcast because you're going to be listening. And if I don't record it, then you won't get it. So the question is this. How do we balance it all out? How do we manage Facebook and Twitter efficiently without wasting a very precious asset, which is your time, my time? And that's what we're going to explore in this episode. Social media, great, but you got to manage it. You have to be in the driver's seat. Now, uh, I want to let you know that a lot of this content that I'm going to be sharing with you today, a bulk of it, is actually taken from my Facebook Marketing Strategies course 
inside the Become a Blogger University. If you want to check out the Become a Blogger University, head on over to thebloggeruniversity.com. I just got that domain. I like it. Thebloggeruniversity.com. Um, and you can, you can check that out. But that that actually, that the, the stuff that we're going to be talking about today is coming mostly from that, and I've added a few things because we're dealing with Twitter also. Okay, so I want to give you some very specific steps, I mean, very specific tips, and I want to share some specific tools that I use, and I want to let you know a little bit about how I use them, and some of them may be of use to you, some of them may not, but hopefully you can get some value out of this. I know that you will. So, Let's start with the foundation. When you're deciding on a social media strategy, whether it's using Facebook, whether it's using Twitter, whether it's using both of them, whether it's using Pinterest, whether it's using Snapchat, whether it's using Instagram or any of that, any of any, anything, what you want to start with is a clear goal. You want to have a very you want to be very clear on what your goal is now from my perspective your goal your ultimate goal should not necessarily be to build up your social media presence um, or even to have a social media presence that is not the ultimate goal that is going to be something that you're going to be working towards doing but the ultimate goal has to be bigger than that because you don't own Facebook. I've said this many times before. You don't own Facebook. You don't own Twitter. You don't own Pinterest. It would be nice to, well, maybe you have some stock in one of those and maybe then you do partially own it, but you get the point. That is not your business. Your goal, if you're building a business, should be to build your business. So if you're using social media it should be used in a way to build your business, okay? So as we're building our social media presence, as we're engaging, we have this clear goal of funneling them back to our blogs. Fun your goal is to funnel them back to your blog and more specifically to your email list so that they can become a subscriber over there and an asset that you own. And that is, in my opinion, your goal, all right? You're not building up social media for the purpose of building up social media. You're building up social media for the pur purpose of building your business, okay? So I want you to have that clear goal. Now, this does not mean, this does absolutely not mean what you're going to be doing is going on social media and spamming people and saying, hey, go and check out my blog. Hey, I just launched this new product. Go and check it out. That's not what it's about. You're going to be using the strategies that work on those platforms, but your ultimate goal is to get them over to your platform. All right, we're good? Sweet. Now that we've established that, we have our clear goal. We're trying to get people over to our blogs, over to our business so that they can subscribe to our email list and become a part of our community. Then the next thing I want you to do is get specific and determine how much time you can afford to invest in your Facebook and Twitter marketing. So if you're looking at marketing and Facebook and Twitter um, and you're going to be doing that as a, a core part of your strategy, um, don't just dive in whenever, wherever, however. 
Have an idea of how much time you want to spend on those platforms. And then I want you to spend that amount of time. So I've gone through an analysis to try to figure out you know, how much time I want to spend doing social media marketing on a daily basis. And I've decided that I want to spend about an hour per day marketing my blog on social media. Um, on Sundays, I'll spend a little more. I'll spend up to two hours kind of planning out the week, okay? This is, this is what I'm going to be doing this week. And um, during the week, I'm going to be refining that. I'm going to be adding some elements to that. I'm going to be engaging. I'm going to be interacting. Um, so I want you to decide how much time you can afford to spend. I want, I, basically, I want you to be in the driver's seat. I want you to be in control. I don't want social media to happen to you. I want you to take co- control of your social media marketing efforts. Okay, so I've decided one hour of, uh, per day of that hour, I'm going to be spending about 30 minutes in the evening after I've done all of the crucial business tasks that I need to get done. Um, and then the other 30 minutes will be spent during the day at random time. So it's, it's it, that 30 minutes, the second 30 minutes, it's a bit more all over the place. But and, and this, this is just where I am right now. But. I've determined that it's going to be 30 minutes throughout the day. I don't want to spend four hours on Facebook and Twitter. I don't have time to do that. I have to build my business. Now, there's a program that I use to kind of track my time and to um, see how well I'm doing with this, um, and it's called Rescue Time. Why I like it is because you just install it on your computer and it works in the background. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to like check in to Facebook or anything of that sort. It will just give you a report on how much time you're spending on different on, on different websites and different programs and so on so you can keep track of what you're doing in your business. So Rescue Time is a great app for tracking time spent on social media. Okay? So we have our clear goal. We've determined how much time we want to spend. The next thing is we need to determine what our audience wants to share. What does your audience want to share? Because really and truly... <clears throat> The, the, the effectiveness of your social media campaigns are going to be based on, at least in, in part on, how much your audience actually shares your stuff. Um, so the key to being successful with social media is not really about how much you can share. It's about how much of your stuff they are sharing. And if you're creating the kind of stuff that they want to share, you're going to increase the chances that they're going to actually do it. And by that, you're going to be increasing the, si- the traffic back to your site. Now, the question is, what does your audience want to share? There was a study um, that's called The Psychology of Sharing, and it was done by the New York Times Consumer Insight Group. Um, and what they studied was what, that this exact question, why do people share stuff? And they found that um, we generally share for one of five reasons. Okay, so there are five reasons why we share. And I say one of five reasons, but it could be any of these five. It can be a combination of these five. But these were, based on the study that they did, these were the five things. Number one, people share to bring value and entertaining content to others. So if you create valuable content and your content is entertaining that's going to be, they're going to be more likely to share that kind of content. So number one, 
valuable and entertaining content. All right. That's number one. Number two, to define ourselves to others. The things that I share say a lot about who I am. And if I am someone who, um, for example, believes in God, all right, and uh, I see something online that just resonates with that belief in God, I'm going to be more likely to share it. If I'm someone that's passionate about DIY, for example, do it, do it yourself, uh, all these different types of projects you can do around your home, and I see an awesome video that was shared. I actually just watched a video on Facebook that was done by Serena at thriftdiving.com. If I was passionate about DIY, I would share that video. And it was done so well and it was entertaining that even though I'm not passionate about DIY, I would still share the video. So it had the, um, the elements of being valuable and entertaining. And if I am someone that's passionate about something, um, sharing that helps me to define myself to others. Okay, so that's reason number two. Reason number three, people share to grow and nourish our relationships. Uh, And this makes sense, right? I'm on Facebook and I share stuff about my family, some pictures about different things that I'm doing, and that keeps my my family in St. Martin up to date about what's going on in in my life. When I I travel to St. Martin, um, there are so many people that come up to me and say, hey, I know, I, I, I keep up to date with what you're doing. And that to me is exciting because it helps to nourish that relationship that I have with them and you can interact with them. I can interact with you. I uh, maybe I do interact with you on Facebook. Maybe I do interact with you on Twitter. And by doing that, let's say I were to meet you in person, because we've had that interaction, our relationship is kind of at a different level. So people share to grow and nourish relationships. Um, number four, um, to give a sense of self fulfillment to give us a sense of self-fulfillment. If we share things that we consider to be fulfilling, um, if we see things that we consider to be fulfilling, we're going to be more likely to share it. And number five, to get the word out there about causes or brands, stuff that I believe in or stuff that I really enjoy, a brand that I just love the way they are doing what they are doing, I'm going to be more likely to share it. So number one, to bring valuable and entertaining content to others, to define ourselves to others, number two. Number three, to grow and nourish our relationships. Number four, to give us a a sense of self-fulfillment. And number five, to get the word out there about causes or brands. The reason I'm going through this is because I want you to understand the mindset of someone that shares content regularly on the internet. And by thinking about these elements beforehand um, and, and how your content can help them to share for those five reasons, you can really get, it can really get help to get your stuff out there. Okay. So understand the psychology of sharing and make sure the stuff that you're sharing the, the content that you're creating helps your audience to f- experience one of these five things or multiple of these five things. Entertain them. Um, uh, uh, create stuff that gives them a, self, a sense of self-fulfillment. Um, be a cause or a brand that they, um, they, they want to share, uh, they, they want to spread the word about and um, uh, create that kind of content. 
All right, so now for this next section, I want to talk about the tools I'm using, I'm currently using, because as my blog has grown, as my business has grown, I've I've kind of evolved a little bit, and I'm constantly evolving. So the things that I'm sharing today aren't necessarily the things that I would share in five months because social media is changing so much. But this is where I am right now, and I think what I'm doing right now, not I think, what I'm doing right now for me is very effective. All right, so let's do it. Let's, let's go through these um, things that I'm using. Uh, let's see. After a bunch of research, these are the ones that I've settled on. Number one, Buffer. Buffer app. This is a great app. It's available on desktop, like on your browser, or it's available on your mobile device. I have it on my phone, my Moto X, which is an Android device, but it's also available on iOS. So if you have an iPhone, you can also use it on there. Um, I use this for scheduling my tweet. My tweets, not my tweaks. <laughs> um, and the reason I use it is because I've tried a bunch, but this one is just the easiest. Uh, it's simple. It's, it's streamlined. I used to use Hootsuite, but I, I, I really don't like it. It's not as simple as Buffer. Um, you get this extension that you can install on your browser, and whenever you go to a site you want to share it, you just click on that little um, icon that's going to be on your browser, and you can, sh- you can schedule it. And why I like it is because you can set a daily schedule. You can say, I want a tweet to go out at 9.15 a.m., and 11.25, at 5.13, whatever the case might be. So you can set that schedule based on when your followers are online. And then um, when you add it to your buffer, it will not go out immediately. It will go out at one of those scheduled times. So I can sit down in the morning, which is what, I'm, I'm sorry, in the evening, which is what I'm doing now, and I can schedule tweets and just add them all immediately, but they get scheduled out over the entire day. Makes it much more efficient. That's how I'm able to kind of batch process and get everything done at one time. Now, I only use this for Twitter. It has the option of doing it for um, Facebook, but I've seen from a number of different studies, and I know there's debate about this, but I've seen that if you want to get the most engagement on Facebook, you need to actually post directly on Facebook. And I'll talk a little bit about that um, in a little while. Okay, so that's the first one that I'm using, Buffer app. That's for, you know, I'm finding content online. I want to share that. I, u- I add it to my buffer, and it goes out over the schedules that I've predetermined. The next app that I just started using, maybe in the last two months, um, is called CoSchedule. And this is actually a WordPress plugin. Um, well, actually, it could be standalone or as a WordPress plugin. Um, it is, it, it, you, you log into the dashboard online. I log into my WordPress admin area, and right in there, I have my co-schedule um, section where I can go there. And why I like this is that you can schedule your social media updates for your blog posts in a very interesting way. Usually, once you add a draft and you schedule your draft in WordPress, 
you can't share it yet. You can't. You, you don't. There are ways to get a URL, but usually what I used to do in the past is wait until it's published and then start scheduling posts. But now because I'm trying to be more in advance with my content creation, I'm trying to schedule ahead of time. Um, as soon as I create a draft in WordPress, I can immediately right there from the same screen schedule my social media updates schedule specifically my tweets so what i would do i just finish a draft immediately i would add a tweet that goes out as soon as the draft is posted a tweet that goes out four hours or so after it's posted a tweet that goes out the next day a tweet that goes out the next week and i do it there all immediately so that i don't have to keep coming back to that post to schedule or to tweet and and to send it out there so co-schedule um i love that app now i've just started using it in the last two months and i can see myself using it for a while now, the plugin actually does a whole bunch more than that. Um, it allows you to manage your team. It allows you to um, add tasks and ha- set an editorial calendar and all that stuff. I don't use it for all that. I use Trello for that, but I use this for scheduling my social media updates as soon as I create the content so that I don't have to wait until it's posted, and it works beautifully for that. The next thing that I use um, is Feedly. This is also available on desktop and mobile. Um, And what I use this for is to subscribe to blogs. Now, as someone that's growing an online presence, especially on Twitter, also on Facebook, I want to be sharing content that's valuable to my audience. Um, And that content doesn't have to be content that I create because I don't create all the valuable content in the world. There are many blogs out there that create awesome content that I want my audience to be aware of. Instead of going to all those blogs individually and checking to see what new content is there, I use Feedly as a feed reader. And what that does is it allows me to subscribe to those blogs and have all of that content come to me in my Feedly account. So I just open up Feedly and I can see all of the new content that's posted by all of the blogs that I subscribe to. And then from there, I can add posts. I can choose posts directly from Feedly and send them to Buffer. And that's exactly how I use it right now. So I I scan through Feedly in the evening. I see if there are any interesting posts. I schedule it in my buffer and I'm good to go. All right. So for subscribing to blogs, um, I use Feedly. That's at Feedly.com. Of course, the links to all of these things are going to be in the show notes for this episode, episode 208. All right, the next app that I use is called Pocket. And Pocket, once again, available both on desktop and mobile, and I love that. Um, this is the, the way I use this is different from Feedly. Whenever I find a random article, um, maybe I'm on Facebook browsing, because I do that from time to time, or I'm on Twitter checking out what people are posting, and I see a very interesting article. I click over and I read it and it sounds like, it seems like something that my audience would get value value from. What I would do is I would add that to my pocket. 
Okay, if that's something that I see myself scheduling at a later date and not adding to my buffer immediately, I would save it in my pocket app and then I can access that later on. Um, So in the evenings when I'm looking for something interesting to share, I can just go to my pocket app and see, hey, anything interesting in here? And if there is, I can add it to my buffer and then it gets scheduled. It's a beautiful thing. So that's the Pocket app. There's one more app that I just started using actually in the last few weeks, and I love it. And that's called Snipply. I started using it because I saw the guys over at Social Media Examiner using it, and I, I thought to myself, this, is, this has to be very effective. Um, what it does is this. When I find something that I want to share, an article um, that I want to share, whether it's uh, in Feedly, whether I put it in my pocket, uh, and when I say in my pocket, I mean my pocket app. (laughs) I want to share that. Um, What I can do is use Snipply to, to generate a URL. And when Snipply generates that URL, it sends them to the article, but then it adds this little pop-up in the corner that gives a specific call to action for people to come back to whatever I determine I want that call to action to be about. So, for example, I found an article on um, uh, how much the top bloggers in the world are er- earning, and I, I, it, it was intriguing to me, and I knew that this was something that my audience would be interested in, so what I did is I snipped that article. I don't know if they call it snipping it, but I'm going to call it snipped, um, so I snipped that article and I got a URL so that when I share that article, yes, they go directly to that blog post, but right there in the corner, the lower corner, they see a, a little picture of me and a, a, like a speech bubble that says wanna, um, something like, want to learn to start a blog? Click here. Now, that is awesome because I'm sharing other people's content, but I'm also giving people the option to come to my call to action, which would be my squeeze page to get them on my email list. Snipply. Is an, it's relatively new, and I love it. It, it. All of these apps, except CoSchedule, has a free version. Snipply also has a free version, and with a free version, I think you get up to 500, I mean, up to 1,000 actions, um, which is significant. But if you want more than that, you'd have to pay. Um, CoSchedule, I, the cost for that is $10 a month. Um, but for me, I find it to be extremely valuable, so I've decided to make that investment um, so that I can schedule my stuff in advance. Um, so yeah, these are the tools that I currently use to, to manage my Facebook and Twitter marketing. Um, oh, there's one more I didn't mention. Oh, how could I not mention that? That one more is very important, and that's the Facebook scheduler. Let me add that here to my notes. The Facebook scheduler. I mentioned earlier that um, when it comes to sharing stuff on Facebook, uh, I've seen that when you use third-party tools, your reach is not going to be as high. Facebook prefers for you to share stuff from directly on the platform. And fortunately, they also have a scheduler that you can use so that when you go to post something to your Facebook page, um, you can either click on post or you can click on this little down arrow. And when you click on that, you can schedule it for any time in the future. So that is the w- that's the one 
app, <laughs> if you want to call it an app, that's the one feature really I use when it comes to my Facebook marketing because I want to do it directly on Facebook, but I don't want to have to be there anytime I want to post something. I want to be able to schedule it in advance and then let it go out there and let it reach people. And to reach the most amount of people, I've decided to use the Facebook scheduler. So those are the apps that I use. Buffer app, co-schedule, Feedly, Pocket, Sniply, and the Facebook scheduler. So now um, I want to know about you. What tools are you currently using to manage your Facebook and Twitter marketing? Of course, if you want to let me know, this is episode 208. So to leave your answer to the question, come, over, come on over to becomeablogger.com slash 208. And if you missed anything, it'll all be there. All of the links right there. If you found value in this episode and would love to be the first to know whenever a new episode goes live, I want to invite you to subscribe to the show. And you can find out more about how to do that by going to becomeablogger.com slash podcast. You can also find out how to leave a review. And that's really a great way. If you haven't, if you haven't, if you've been listening to this for a while and you haven't left a review and you would like to let others know what you think about this show, um, go to becomeablogger.com slash podcast. Instructions are going to be there. And that really does help me to get the word out about learning with Leslie and helping people build a blog and build a business with their blog. So if you're trying to get a blog started, actually, and you want to create content, inspire others and change the world while building an online business, head on over to freebloggingvideos.com where you get to follow me, where I'm basically going to show you what it takes to build a successful blog and to build it into a successful online business. That's freebloggingvideos.com. It's free, it's actionable, and I think it's kind of awesome. So this is Leslie Simon from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless. Eight, 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 three, five, two, 